0: Mandla Shongwe on Sound Awake 3 to 5 on S.A.F.M. Before we check to Umpumelele Obra Alpha Sengobo in KwaZulu Natal says, Good morning Mandla, as the adage goes, you are never too old to learn. He says, Hail to the old man who has decided to pursue his law degree at the age of 80. Surely he is an inspiration to his grandchildren. He says, Right now, I'm actually thinking of following in his footsteps. You won't be wrong. You won't go wrong, That for that's for sure. Six minutes past four. Trending news right now. Putin Pumalelo. happy Monday. Good morning this morning. Good morning, good morning, Hey man straight in Hey, everything we put together like now until summer. No, otherwise,
1: we're okay coming out of a great weekend and looking forward to the week, my brother.
0: If you get to your retirement age, 65 or maybe later, would you consider going back to school and pursue that course that you, you always thought about but never had the time?
1: Yeah, probably if I had the time and nothing. Because if I heard you earlier talking about earlier retirement, and I'm one of those people that want to retire around forty, forty-five at the latest. <laughs> uh, so, so it's, it's something I might consider given given the time I'll have on hand.
0: But, 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 why? That any there?
1: Um, I, I, I want to pursue my dream. Um, and I think working is not my dream, or whichever height of a career I might reach. Is not exactly that, and so I'd like to retire, um, buy myself a piece of property uh, next to a stream, and build a studio where I can sit and write children's books for the remainder of my life.
0: You're talking so, about sec- so, so this. That,
1: that's my dream.
0: You're talking about a second career, I must
1: <laughs> But an enjoyable one, and one where I don't need to leave my house oh, to, go to work.
0: I see where the driver is. Eh? <laughs> I mean, it's 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 like entertainers; they never really retire. They tell us that they do, but I don't see them doing it. Absolutely,
1: it it, it just doesn't happen. And I think, um, you know, writing is writing. Sure, writer you, you continue writing. Yeah, uh, throughout your life. Yeah.
0: No, nice one, nice one. We'll we'll be on standby. We'll be on standby. We'll remind you. Forty-five. We are counting.
1: <laughs> hold me accountable.
0: A- assembly. F- Trending at the moment. sheesh, kind of heavy. Eh? It's 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 a uh, you know, mixed bag. Eh? Mixed emotions.
1: Kind of heavy, but mind you, two weeks ago we had the same conversation um, after the Inyo Bay disaster, um, and then we were here again. Um, you know, a little a fortnight later, and uh, scores of people laid down their lives uh, in a place where they went for enjoyment. Uh, absolutely shocking, absolutely blood-curdling. Uh, what we saw coming out of Soweto yesterday morning.
0: Something is wrong.
1: Absolutely, something is wrong. Um, uh, people seem to, uh, or the, the the common reaction that we've seen from prominent politicians and and and, is that um, South Africa is a problem of crime. But uh, I think something is terribly wrong, and that speaks to uh, the trends on Twitter that followed uh, throughout the day and still trending today, um, that uh, something is seriously wrong in South Africa. A lot of anti-foreigner sentiment uh, going around uh, in conjunction with uh, the reaction to the shock of what happened uh, in, in Orlando East, as well as in Petersburg, as well as in Home, all in one night. Uh, and I think um, if, if we just apply simple logic, we'll know that uh, uh, something is terribly wrong. It's something we've never experienced before. Caverns are not a new phenomena. People have been drinking and enjoying and spending their weekends at taverns, but we've never sort of seen, um, you know, the, 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 the kind of gruesome acts that we've seen um, over this past weekend and that we're still reeling from. But also, um, you know, nobody really taking anything, nobody um, saying it was a, a robbery gone wrong. Everyone saying quite indiscriminate shooting uh, where people just entered uh, the place and just shot at patrons and then left.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've got so many questions. I've got so many questions. Yeah. Um... But I hope the authorities will will jump on this and communities will really work hand in hand with the authorities to apprehend the the, the culprits and put an end to this.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think the police uh, minister expected uh, to visit the scene in Soweto uh, today. Um, What is interesting about the incident in Peter Pietermaritzburg at at Sweetwater, is that uh, uh, residents and, and community leaders, they're saying uh, it's, it's been happening for the past three, four weeks, where every weekend um, people are killed uh, at establishments of, of uh, social enjoyment, uh, so to speak. So, uh, very interesting to see what the police reaction is going to be. We saw the furore around your BNI and, um, you know, police uh, being fingered there, people saying, we called the cops, we told them that something wrong is going on here, but they never responded. Um, the same questions arising with the issue in Soweto. People entered a, a, a place in a township with high caliber weapons, military-grade weapons, and, and, and the questions that are arising from there is that, where is crime intelligence? Why are they not able to pick up that people are acquiring such weapons in an urban setting when we're not in a war zone. Um, and I think um, that that led us to to, to another hashtag um, called Basutu, uh, hashtag Basutu, where uh, really everybody's saying that... Uh, uh people are suspecting that it's it's basutu nationals who have formed themselves into gangs um that stay in um adjacent squatter camps two townships uh that are perpetuating uh these kind of killings because uh they've been seen to be having uh such high caliber weapons. You remember uh Putmanja in mid in mid April this year, Operation Tutula members uh as well as uh, community members from Plinfo, Marched to an adjacent uh, informal settlement uh, called Chicken Farm, uh, just outside Soweto, um, and and they were and they were saying that uh, this, this informal settlement is uh, responsible for the vandalism of uh, electricity infrastructure, stealing off copper cables, and therefore rendering them powerless at critical times. And what happened there is that uh, they were shot at, and one South African died. Um, after, after the people living in the informal settlements, who are said to be in majority, and uh, the nationals, uh, opened fire on them. And so I think this is where this kind of sentiment is coming from. We know that around the East ring in the former uh, gold belt, uh, where there's a lot of illegal mining, or, or, yeah, illegal mining still taking place right now, um, we, we used to have a lot of killings around that area. Um, you know, uh, mysterious killings around the N12 in the Petite uh, mm. Um So um, it, it does seem to be something that is coordinated syndicates that are operating. Uh, but the purpose that police need to uh, uh, come to the bottom to is why is it happening? Because I think South Africans are bordering on, uh, on 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 the brink of of, of feeling some form of terror. You know, um, and I, and I think that, the, the, that that's where the police really need to be accountable, and and really need to bring that reassurance to South Africa that um, peace and stability is still a reality, not a figment of politicians' imaginations.
0: Please, the sooner the better, because I can't sleep with one eye open. It's very difficult. Um, moving, m- moving right along. Uh, Gotabaya Rajapaksa. Hmm? What's going on there? I saw people watching TV in a palace there, and yeah, it was party time. Boom. Hey,
1: Putmaja, um, a revolution um, underway in Sri Lanka. Uh, because of uh, the prevailing uh, economic crisis uh, that is gripping the country. You know, last week, uh, the country ran out of fuel because uh, of uh, a lack of foreign currency to be able to to purchase uh, oil. And uh, as a result, uh, the whole country really ground to a halt. Police can't operate, uh, people can't uh, move around in their cars, children can't go to school. And we had this... Uh, uprising of people marching on on um, the presidential uh, palace and uh, overthrowing security there, marching in and, and and you know taking over literally the the the, the presidential palace. The speaker of Sri Lanka's parliament yesterday, then uh, announcing that uh, the president uh, will resign on on Wednesday. This coming Wednesday, um, and and uh, this has been met with great jubilation from uh, citizens of Sri Lanka, who have said that uh, um, Jabaska has not, uh, not really aided the country to to, to move forward; uh, instead, has, has brought the island nation to its knees.
0: Yeah, it's rough. It's rough. And uh, in Angola, states uh, statesman has passed.
1: Yes, former uh, four months six when uh, Eduardo Santos uh, passing away in Spain uh, over the weekend at a clinic in Barcelona, uh, much to the outpouring of grief uh, of many Angolans who have uh, sent their condolences for uh, a man who ran the country for close uh, to 40 years, whose uh, had uh, really led it through the most brutal civil war that saw almost one million people displaced. Uh, during his tenure, but was able to uh, bring that war to an end around uh, 2002 and able to drive the country towards uh, uh, a great economic theme that was fueled by its oil reserves um, and being able to beneficiate on that. So um, really a tale of uh, two sides uh, for him, Uh, having been a wartime leader but also a peacetime leader that was able to stabilise the country and take it on a, a growth trajectory um, following the third period.
0: Finally, a lot of people were, were able to go to the Hajj.
1: Yeah, um, uh, Eid, Eid, uh, the Eid celebrations uh, taking place uh, over the first sighting 18- of the moon, uh, which uh, happened in Saudi Arabia, I think uh, on the te- on the tenth of July. Now Eid um, al-Hajj, uh, being the celebration of uh, the Prophet Ibrahim's uh, uh, sacrifice of his son Ishmael. Um, I think uh, in, the, in the in the Christian uh, faith, you also have something uh, similar. Um, with, uh a man will be asked by God to sacrifice his only son. And this is what uh, Muslims all over the world uh, will be celebrating upon the sighting of that first moon that started uh, in certain countries um, on the 10th of July, which is yesterday, and therefore will continue along the time zones as the first moon is sighted. Uh, and, and, and all uh, Muslims come out of that period of sacrifice and uh, therefore exchange gifts uh, to one another, they wear new attire to, to, to sanctify, um, uh, you know the 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 twelfth month uh, of 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 the of the Muslim calendar. Uh, and, and 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 therefore celebrations, Ibn Mubarak uh, celebrations continuing uh, throughout the month.
0: Hey, yeah, you've got to be very good with uh, geography to be able to sight the first moon because my geography, hey, didn't go very far. I would always get it wrong.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I, I think geography is one of those things. You, you, you're good at it or you're not good at it. You know, I was very bad at mathematics in school, but I was very good at geography. Um, I remember in my matric year, I didn't even have a teacher, because I took geography and the rest of my class was Afrikaans. So they took geography in Afrikaans. And I couldn't take it in Afrikaans. I could only take it in English. So I only had one lesson a week uh, uh, for geography. Uh, but yeah, I still did quite well, I think, all those years ago.
0: So you, uh, you be, de, because of the Afrikaans, most probably they would say, Sien, as you school, to to <laughs> dan draai je. Je weet? Je links. Dan ga je weer vooruit. a Roy rooi is dat zo? Da so. Achter die rooi is.
1: Is hij dat? Ja. Ja. You know the terminology, you know, like metal, like the car, and uh, you know you you're just so confused with the terminology. And I ended up saying, you know, uh, you know, I'll I'll take my chances uh, with one lesson a week. Um, uh, because, yeah, instruction in Afrikaans was quite difficult, even though um, I spent uh, all of my schooling career um, in a multiracial school.
0: Yeah, I know even the there was a problem. Yes, <laughs> <Yo. laughs> and do you know what a spirit is in Afrikaans? Please tell us.
1: It's a vierkants
0: wortel. <laughs> now, how does the wortel come in there?
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, I haven't tried to figure it out yet, I a
0: might...
1: <laughs> I suppose carry it is a in the root I don't know, but yeah, it's a <laughs> vierkant, ja. wortel I
0: understand the and I understand the wortel How do you create now to
1: learn
0: We will have a meeting on this Goodbye. Goodbye. We, we, we must have a meeting <laughs> on this. Because <laughs> the, other thing with, the other thing with me and geography was, if somebody was to give me directions, um, and yeah. they coming from the top, giving me directions, I always saw it from the bottom. And I only, always ended up on the wrong side. But we'll be talking about the same thing.
1: Yes, yeah, very interesting, you know. Um, even how you write in the church in Afrikaans. Uh, you know, you'd write the street name and then the number. Um, uh, you know, you wouldn't write uh, 28 Sergeant Street. You'd, you'd say Sergeant Thats And I asked my Afrikaans teacher one time, "Why? Why is this?" And she said, "It's uh, you know, Afrikaans is a very logical um, uh, language. Uh, it was written by pragmatists uh, when when they developed it." Uh, you know, at an academic level. And therefore, uh, the logic is just simple. is that If you were looking for an address, you would look for the street first and then the number. You drop the number and then the street.
0: But why do you say, Worskool this and that? Why don't you say, Piet van Donner Worskool? How come you say Worskool Piet van Donner? That also got me a little dizzy. It took some
1: time to get used to it. Yeah, I suppose maybe because you know it's
0: a high school football, beat you know. Yeah, you live and learn, as they say. <laughs> we live and learn. We live and learn, my brother. <laughs> That's why I'm loving the idea of uh, someone who's 80 who's going back to school. Yeah. Yeah. Because. Because it, uh, There's
1: always there's always room for learning. Because always learning.
0: Absolutely. If a day goes someone by asks, and you haven't learned anything, you missed out on a lot. Yeah.
1: Uh, someone someone once said to me, um, education is not schooling, but the lifelong commitment to acquiring knowledge. And that that's something that stayed with me um, all my life.
0: Ah, Brampome, you made uh, Monday feel so easy, bruh. You made it feel ah. so easy. So thank you so much for waking up so early. Please say thank you to the people in the house for yes, allowing uh, you to wake up and make a noise. <laughs>
1: Absolutely, they complain every Monday. So, you know, when you wake up, then we all wake up because we can't uh, shut your your voice. Uh, because I have to be audible. I can't be whispering because they're all busy.
0: So yeah, it is
1: a it is a household effort every Monday morning. But uh something that uh, we've all come to enjoy.
0: We'll and bring mostly
1: they're in their rooms listening on their on their headphones.
0: We'll bring them amacheu for power for Monday.
1: <laughs> Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, and have a good one to you and uh, a great week to the listeners
0: at home. You too, Brumbum. Thank you so much. Have a fabulous Monday. That's uh, Mbumilelo uh, Mashifane, social media commentator and publisher. Uh, you know, sharing with us some of the trends, some of the stories are heavy. Um, you'll have a lot of questions, I know. I also have questions around the, the, the fires at hospitals. Yeah. People are getting maimed on the one hand, and hospitals cannot function at full capacity. What are we going to do? This situation is very scary.